amplitude ticker AMPL at the NASDAQ after its SPAC deal. And let's talk the details of what digital optimization is happening at the business. The CEO joins us, co-founder as well, Spencer Skate. Spencer, thank you for being here this afternoon. Oliver, it's great to see you. And just one quick correction, we, we went public via direct listing today. Direct listing, I, I apologize. Everyone, everyone goes out via, it's just incredible. Uh, incredible moment. Yes, thank you for the f clarification too, because that's important right now, that distinction. Yeah. Walk me through why you chose to do that. Yeah, the, real, the reason is traditional IPOs severely underprice your stock. On average, a, an IPO last year underpriced a company's stock by 50%. So that means if I'm selling a share that should be worth a dollar, I'm selling, giving it away for 50 cents, and it absolutely makes no sense. I'm a fiduciary to my current shareholders, and my job as a CEO is to get them the best result possible. So I think today is a huge proof point for direct listings, for Amplitude as a business and an opportunity, and I hope more people and more CEOs follow our path. Okay, so walk me through what you do at Amplitude, Spencer, digital optimization. From what I understand, it's uh, providing help for businesses keeping track of where their data, their information is. How does it differ from the other businesses that do that? Yeah, so we serve, we're the cockpit for websites and apps that really helps you understand what's going on. Without Amplitude, you're just launching features, putting new releases of your product out there, and you have absolutely no idea whether your customers like them, what causes them to drop off, uh, what keeps them coming back. And so we help you find the difference between your best customers and your worst ones. A great example is Peloton. They've been a customer of ours for a number of years now. And what they found out through Amplitude was that if you had a social interaction during a workout, you were much more likely to build a habit around it. And that was an insight they could only find through Amplitude. Hmm. So we help every single company out there find those level of insights. So now are you programming software that just does a better job keeping track of the correlations or relationships between different types of activities saying, okay, if someone does this, then they do that. Do you have just a lot of like uh, if then kind of logical things you're looking for to capture uh, why people are doing what they're doing? How do you build such a thing? Yeah, we actually built our own custom database to answer this problem. The, what makes it so hard is that if you think about your usage of a website or an app, you're clicking on hundreds of different things. And so the user journey is a really complicated thing and chief product officers need a way to make sense of all that data. Um, I think a lot of companies will use previous generation technologies like Adobe or Google Analytics that really weren't cut out for today's modern era where you, there's a website or an app and you have a login uh, and you keep coming back to it over time. Hmm. So with the competition for this data management, I think a business like a Splunk, for example, is there overlap there in terms of the type of client you're trying to target and the type of service you're providing? Yeah, so Splunk targets a very different type of customer. They target the, dev the DevOps community or the engineers. Uh, we're really about the line of business and the chief product officer. Hmm. Uh, we help the person who's responsible for the growth of the business figure out what's going on. And it's actually a really interesting change because chief product officers have historically just used kind of gut and intuition to figure out what to build. Right. Uh, but what we're seeing that is that's totally changing where it's the, the, the best ones are now taking a money ball like approach where they're using stats and quantitative data and they're figuring out what's working and what's not. And they're getting all this information in real time on how people are using the product. And they're using that and feeding that back into the product to build a better one.
Super interesting. That's kind of why I was probing about maybe some of the actual uh, software kind of code approach from that correlation or logical perspective, because it seems like what Amplitude is trying to do is observe you know, why people are doing things, behavior, and then help people at an executive level decide specifically what products to build for those uh, clients than the customers. So is this ultimately the end result trying to help almost like idea generation in a way? Yeah, I mean, you got it. Oliver, I'm, I just want to say I'm super impressed with you. You <laughs> have like figured this out way faster than even a lot of the public market investors uh, that, you couldn't figure out the uh, direct listing part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate it, Spencer. So, I mean, what is the plan here? Do you just keep pushing into different companies? I mean, I see some pretty impressive businesses listed as your clients. You mentioned Peloton, but I'm looking at also Atlassian. I mean, this is a software yep. company itself, and they're finding that your product adds value on top of what they could build or do in-house. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's already 26 of the Fortune 100 on Amplitude today, so amazing businesses like Walmart, like Burger King, Ford Motor Company, um, and then lots of tech companies. You know, We already talked about Peloton and Atlassian, but also Twitter, Dropbox, PayPal. Uh, so a lot of the world is waking up to this new way of building products. But the interesting thing is we're still in the first inning uh, of this sea change. Uh, really what's gonna happen is this is a change that's gonna take decades to play out. And so we're just at the start of it. That's part of why we're going public today is to bring this story to a broader audience. We're probably only in 1% of the products that we could be in. And in terms of what that equates to for growth from here, what kind of expectations have you given to the public about revenue and bottom line too? Obviously you've got revenue. What about profitability? What does that plan look like? So we've actually been relative, we've been very efficient relative to other companies at our size and stage, and we plan to continue that uh, as we scale Amplitude. Um, I think obviously in this sort of market environment where software is eating the world and every single business is needing to go digital, uh, there's really just a land grab and we wanna be aggressive about putting ourselves uh, in the first place for that. Ultimately what we wanna do is become the same thing Salesforce is for sales teams, Adobe is for marketing teams, Amplitude is for product teams. Wow, putting yourself certainly among the giants and the greats here. Uh, just to go back to that point, Spencer, when you say efficiency, can you define that a little bit more quantitatively for our audience, so what you mean by that? Yeah, we actually had a profitable quarter uh, last year. It wasn't intentional on our part because uh, we were very focused on growing the business and hiring more people and going after the big market opportunity. Uh, but we've been really efficient overall if you look at percentage of uh, free cash flow or, or, or percentage uh, EBITDA. Um, and so that's something that's really exciting to me is that we've already seen so much growth uh, in spite of not investing a ton behind Amplitude. And that's why we're excited to go out into the public markets and be even more aggressive about our growth. All right. Looking forward to following along uh, with the journey. Spencer, thanks for being here this afternoon. Really interesting conversation. Thank you so much, Oliver. Absolutely. Congrats on the direct listing. Spencer Skates, co-founder and CEO at Amplitude, ticker AMPL.